We also welcome this morning our listeners for Anchor Broadcasting. Again, Anointed Disciples of Christ, we welcome Germany for listening in, for joining us. Spread the news. We are live on the air. I'm so excited about what God is doing, what he has done. Listen, it has been a wonderful week. Uh, I hope and pray that you all have had a wonderful week. Pray that you have had, uh, that you've been prosperous, that you've been well. We pray, we, we, we send out our prayers to those who are, uh, uh, to the family members of those in Florida, as we know uh, of the building collapse there in Surfside, Florida. So we want to send a prayer out to those uh, family members who have are missing loved ones. And we pray that uh, whatever the outcome is, that God will be with them, that he will be with them, that he'll heal them, and that they are not alone, that we can look to the hills which comes our help, knowing that all our help comes from the Lord. Amen and amen. So this morning's scripture comes out of 1 John 2, 15 and 16. And it reads, let me turn this down. This is too loud for me. Hold on just a moment here. As you know, I'm always multitasking. Okay, so the morning scripture comes out of 1 John 2, 15 and 16. And the scripture reads, Love not the world, neither things that are in the world. For any man loves the world, the love of the Lord or the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh and the lust of the eyes and the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. Amen, somebody. So amen, that comes out again of 1 John 2, 15 and 16. Let us take that scripture and edge it in our hearts as we go through the week and let us meditate on that word that we be reminded that we are not to love the things of this world. Amen. Let us pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Father, we thank you. Father, we praise you. Father, we give you glory, oh God. Father, we worship you. Father, we worship you in spirit and in truth. Father, we worship you because you are just God all by yourself. Father God, there is none other whose name we can call upon in in this hour on this earth. There's no one to compare to you. There's no one that that is above you. There's no one that's beneath you. There's no one beside you. Amen, somebody. Hallelujah. Father, we just thank you, oh God, for being God. We thank you, oh God, because we are on top soil. Father, we thank you, oh God, that we have breath on this morning. Father God, we thank you, oh God, because we are in the land of the living. Father, we thank you and we give you praise. We give you honor. We give you glory. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we thank you, oh God, that that you allowed us to wake, be in our right mind, have the activities of our limbs. Father, we thank you, oh God, to forgive us, oh God. We ask that you forgive us, oh God. Forgive us of our wrongdoing. Forgive us of the things that we have done and said, knowing and not knowing, oh God, that is not pleasing in your sight. 
Abba Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Thy kingdom come. Father, let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Father God, forgive us of our sins. Father God, forgive us of our double-mindedness, oh God. Help us to put behind us the things of this world, oh God. Help us, Lord, to remember that there are boundaries between the spirit of darkness and the spirit of light, the kingdom of darkness, the, the kingdom of light. Father God, help us to remind us to remain towards the light, oh God. And so now, Father God, we decree and declare that we shall live and not die. We shall, shall declare the works of the Lord, oh God. Father, we thank you, oh God, that we will never, oh God, stray away from your word, your will, oh God. Help us, oh God, to stay steadfast, planted uh, in your word, stay, stay rooted in your word, stay connected to the vine in the name of Jesus. And Father God, as we go forth in the word on today, Father, let us humble ourselves that you rise, that you speak through this broken vessel of clay. Father God, that the people that would listen, oh God, that they be strengthened, that they be healed, that they be set free. Oh God, that we continue to set our sights upon you, oh God. That we're not wavered, that we'll not, that not, not, not get off track, oh God, but that we remain steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of you. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. We just thank God for our, our Father, Abba Father. We thank God for what he is doing in this hour. And again, I thank each and every one of you for joining me on this morning. I take it not for granted. You could be doing anything else, but you chose to listen to uh, the word of the Lord on this morning. Amen, and I thank you for that. By way of announcement, uh, I I um, am excited because I was in master class on earlier this week, a three day master class, and oh, was it food for my soul? We talked about our purpose. We talked about uh, 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 debunking the uh, old religion and old mindsets and uh, how to read and study the word of God and getting rid of uh, that which is not of God. We, we, we talked about how to put off the old man and, and put on the new. Uh, it was just so, so enlightening. I'm always a student. I love learning about the things of God. I love learning and studying the word of God so that I can be a better me, so that my better me can be uh, better giving you the word of God. So I thank God for the master class on this week um, or earlier last week, I should say. Uh, those three days were intense. We had to take a test um, and um, I am just ever grateful and soon I'll be sharing some of what I've learned with you. It will be incorporated into some of the messages as we move forward. Um, and I uh, bid you all to do this well. Always be a student. Always remember that we don't know everything and that iron sharpens iron and so that we bring our gifts to the table 
even though we're one body, we are many members. And so we have to remember to help one another, build one another. Amen. And set our sights on the Lord. Amen. Amen. Which is our topic on today. Also, by way of announcement, as I always say, say uh, every morning, um, our victory against all odds, all odds outreach. If you are in need of face masks, please let me know. I will be glad to meet with you. There is no cost for the mask. Uh, this is not about money, um, or you know, but um, at the same time, it is all about us all being in the same place, having the same need. Amen. Helping one another. Amen. And this is what outreach is all about. Outreach is about giving and helping one another, building one another. Where one lacks another path, we bring those resources together and we, we share. Amen. For those who may be in need of assistance due to domestic violence, we do. I do have the confidential domestic violence line. Please give me a call. If you are uh, have been sexually assaulted or in need of, of, of resources because you're dealing with an addiction of any kind, please give us a call. If you need a way of escape, if you need emergency shelter, please give me a call. Um, or if you just need a listening ear because you're going through, uh, if you are battling with the spirit of suicide or because we're in a pandemic or in pandemics, uh, you are struggling with your mental health, please give us a call. We, we have resources ready available for you. Um, and that confidential voicemail number is 641-715-3900. Again, that number is 641-715-3900. The access code is 343-658-POUND. Again, the access code is 343-658 and the pound sign. Please don't be shy. Please don't try to uh, go it alone. Uh, we are the body of Christ. There's a reason why it's the body, because the body has many members, and every every member has its function, and we are working. We are working together. We are working progress. Amen. And the Bible tells us that that there that we can do much when we do it together than it is when we do it by ourselves. And I have truly paraphrase that because I do believe that you know what that means. Amen. So um, also, again, we join us every Sunday morning at 1030 Eastern Standard Time live right here on Anointed um, Disciples of Christ. We are more than happy to have you to join us. And if you can't join us live, always remember that you can always go back and listen to the broadcast. And if you missed last week's broadcast, OMG, praise God. That was such a powerful message. Please go back and uh, listen to that broadcast. On last week, that powerful broadcast, we spoke about what love got to do with it. Our scriptures came out of, uh, a few of the scriptures came out of Hebrews 13 and 3, and also Isaiah 43, 18 and 19. Now, there were some other scriptures that we used, but those were the highlighted ones. And so we concluded out of last week's message, what love got to do with it, that love has everything to do with our relationship with Christ Jesus. Amen. I do strongly, again, 
urge you to go back and listen to that broadcast. You will be blessed. Amen. I was blessed. I was blessed all week. Amen. With that, with that broadcast. And also, um, by um, still talking about announcements before we go move forward. Uh, from time to time, I will be asking questions, biblical questions for you to ponder on. There will be uh, instructions with those questions in terms of putting your cash app in or, uh, um, you know, so that we can all grow together. This is not a, um, I think this is a we thing. We are in this together. We're going up together. Again, iron sharpens iron. And so our job is to sharpen one another. Amen, somebody. And so that's what we want to do. We want to sharpen one another. Amen. So today, and forgive me, I'm I'm dealing with a whole lot of technology here, trying to operate everything all at one time. Um, so today we are going to. I wanted to come to remind you, as we talked about uh, what love got to do. I wanted to remind you all, us all today, that we are not to love the, the world, neither the things of the world. But guess what? Unfortunately, we do. We do. Can we be real for just a moment here? Can we be real about where we are that we do get caught up in the, in the pleasures of this world? We do. We love cars and we love houses. We love fame and success. We love our jobs. Uh, we love our family and we're supposed to. Uh, we're supposed to love our family. Our family comes first. Um, but we, we get all tangled up in the things that we see. Amen. And so the scripture that we read this morning for all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes and the pride of life, it's not of the father. Amen. But it's of the world. And so I come to remind you that we must remain focused. We must set our sights upon the Lord and that which is he has assigned us to do. Amen. So our scripture, one of our scriptures is going to come out of Luke. Get your Bibles, get your paper and pen. Um, come out of Luke 4. Luke 4, starting at the 18th and 19th verse. And the, and the scripture reads as this. The spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives and recover and recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised, to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. Amen, somebody. So, my first thought here, because our title here today is Setting Our Sights Upon the Lord, uh, or Setting Our Affections Upon the Lord, uh, is to define sight. So sight being a verb, uh, in the Greek, it's anablipo. That's anablipo. It's to look up. And so sight is to look up. It, it, it denotes to receive or to recover sight. Amen. 
So over here in the book of Luke, one of the four gospels, as we know, we, we have Luke who was a physician. He was a disciple of Paul. He's speaking to us. And he's been, he's been appointed through the Holy Spirit to preach the good news to the poor. Amen. So the poor, the poor, the meek, the lowly in spirit, uh, to be poor, uh, not in the sense of finances. Uh, we know that, uh, when we think of being poor, we immediately go to finances or, or, or money or wealth. But in this case, Luke is referring to our spiritual poverty. So let's define to be poor. It means to be deficient or lacking in. It is below standard. Uh, it is wanting in or, or short. And the opposite of poor is to be rich. Amen, somebody? So in the scripture, next, Luke says that he has been sent. He's been assigned to proclaim freedom to the prisoners. Well, what is prisoner? Who is Who are the prisoners? So legally... Uh, a person legally, uh, a person legally held in prison as a punishment for crimes they have committed or while awaiting a trial. Prisoner is a person captured or kept confined by an enemy, an opponent, or a criminal. But what I want to get to, uh, in terms of the definition as it relates to the scripture, it's a person who who is or feels confined or trapped by a situation or set of circumstances. I'm gonna read that again, because that's where we're going. It's a set, a person who is or feels confined or trapped by a situation or a set of circumstances. So the opposite of being confined or trapped is to be free. Amen, somebody. Next, Luke says, he has been sent or assigned to recover sight to the blind, which is where I want to pull uh, my text from. So what is blind? Well, blind legally, the, the, the I guess would be uh, Webster's definition, is the state or condition of being unable to see because of injury, disease, or a congenital condition. Another definition of blind is lack of perception, lack of awareness, or lack of judgment, or just plain ignorance. And ignorance doesn't necessarily mean being stupid or dumb. It just means that you are not aware. You are not aware of. Now, I want to pull from the context of the scripture and define blind or spiritual blindness as a condition that an individual has when they are unable to see God or understand his message. Although God is working all around us, pursuing us and showing us his glory, some people cannot perceive his divine workings according to Acts 28, 26, and 27. Now, your assignment is to read Acts 20, 28, Acts 28, verses 26 and 27, for time's sake. So again, the definition that we're going to be kind of 
pulling from on today is a condition that an individual has when they are unable to see God or understand his message. Although God is working all around us and we see this on today, we see this when we look at the news, when we when we look in our family and we're going about our daily day business, God is working all around us. He's pursuing us and he's showing us his glory. But the problem is some people cannot perceive his divine workings. You know why? Because they are blind. They are ignorant to uh, that which uh, God is doing. Amen. Then uh, continuing on, Luke says that he has been assigned or sent to set the oppressed free. So we've already kind of defined what um, to be a prisoner is. And so to be oppressed um, is, is, is somewhat in that same context. And then to proclaim the year of the Lord is the rest of that scripture. So today I want us to raise our sight. Amen. Uh, and, and so what what does it mean to to raise our sight and what and how do we raise our sight because remember an individual who's unable to see or unable to understand his message we've got to be able to raise our sight right remember because we are lacking in or deficient in so we're going to need to 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 gain or raise our deficiency. We've got to have to uh, come to a place where we're wanting to, to see. Amen. Hallelujah. So how do we raise our sight? Well, one, we've got to add greater faith. Amen. We've, we've got to raise greater faith. So to raise our sight, we've got to do this by adding greater faith. Faith. So, so get your pens and, and write these things down. We've got to raise our faith. Faith what? And faith in what? Faith is to know his will for our life. We've got to raise our faith in order to know his will for our life. Amen. Amen. Number two, got to know he can do something we got to know that he can do something and that's something your something may be different than my something and your something may be different than mine and mine from yours but he will do it so our faith is to know that he will do it because the scripture tells us to he will do it so we got to know that he can do something, but we've got to believe that he will do it. Praise God. All right. Next, we've got to raise our sight and have greater faith because he will change the heart of all those who diligently seek him. So we've got to have greater faith to seek him intentionally diligently seek him 
This is going to raise our sight. It's going to give us greater faith, but we've got to intentionally, diligently, earnestly seek him. Amen. Amen. So he intent intentionally has given us and he has intentionally allowed us to have experiences and relationships that will help us come to a converted conclusion. So remember, in the scripture, Luke is been assigned to do these things to help the non-believer be converted, to raise their faith, to raise their sight so that they can do what? See God and understand his message. And I'm going a little slow today, but we're going to get through this. Amen. So we, we, we're going to have to take, so let us take advantage of the open door opportunities given to build our faith. Because doing that provides us strength and it sets our sights upon the Lord so that we are able to carry out just like Luke did our ordained assignments in this hour. Matthew, Matthew 11 and 5 says, the blind received their sight. The lame did walk. The lepers were cleansed. The deaf did hear. The dead were raised. And the good news is preached to the poor. That's Matthew 11 and 5. So when we take advantage of raising our sight and adding greater faith, taking advantage of the open door and the assignment that has been given, it, it allows us to build our faith and in building our faith, we are able to not only be strengthened, but then we are able to set our sights above upon the Lord so that we can carry out our assignment. And what is our assignment? According to Matthew 11 and 5, that we set that we cause the blind to be able to see, that the lame shall walk, that the lepers are clean, that the deaf shall hear, that the dead are raised, and that the good news is preached to the poor. So as Luke, just as Luke, our ordained assignment in this hour is that we do just that, that we add a greater faith. You know, we start out as faith as the size of a mustard seed, but that we've got to add to that men and women of God. Hear me by the spirit. We must add to the mustard seed faith. So here we are in 2021. 
If you are still in the place that you were in 2019 and even 2020, you have not added greater things. You have not raised your sight. You are stagnant. You are stuck. You are oppressed. And that is not the will of the Father in this hour. It is not. So I charge all of us to raise our faith so that we can proclaim the year of the Lord. That we understand his message. That we're able to see God and perceive his divine workings according to Acts 28 and 26. 28 verses 26 and 27. We've got to do it, people of God. So that we are able to fulfill our role in converting others to the faith. So we've got to be strengthened. We've got to raise our sight. We've got to add greater faith so that we can fulfill our role in converting others to the faith. I'm almost finished. I didn't even need a whole hour. I, and I'm taking it slow because I want this to settle in your heart, in your spirit. The world, people of God, is getting tougher. It's getting more wicked. The enemy is getting bolder. 